0: Hello and welcome. This is Background Screening Tips and Tech with your host, me, Tim Santoni. And today we have a very special guest. We're joined by Kathy Dawson, Dawson & Dawson National Search and Staffing. Kathy, thanks for, so much for joining the show.
1: Thank you, Tim, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We've known each other for a while and I'm just excited that you called me.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, well, Kathy's been in, in the recruiting and staffing industry for quite a while. It's it's uh, very easy to say that she's an expert, a trusted resource. Uh, she's was a former uh, president of NABO, National Association of Women Business Owners, she also has a certification with the American Staffing Association. Many other accolades. She also runs a very elite uh, Provisors Networking Group in Irvine, which I'm actually a part of. Um, Kathy and I have known each other for quite some time. So, um, you know, again, thank you for taking time to join the show. Um, you know, our viewers are typically HR professionals, staffing folks, people that are looking to enhance the hiring process. Through people, technology, and processes, so I think it's a great opportunity to bring you on the show just to talk about staffing in general, kind of in today's you know post COVID environment. Just you know, maybe fill us in on kind of the types of positions you hire for first to give us a context, and then share us kind of what what it is that you're seeing in the industry and how it's impacting employers, your business, and kind of everyone the trickle down effect.
1: Wow, that's a lot in one sentence right there, Tim. <laughs> I knew you were good, but this is too good. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so again, thank you for having me on. And what we do is we place people in office roles, typically. Uh, Most of them are remote today. 75% of what we're filling is remote, so 25% is not. Uh, And there's some form of remote to almost every job, it seems like, uh, with the exception of manufacturing. So three different levels, executive search, middle management, and clerical secretarial is what we specialize in. And um, I've been doing it for 39 years. I can't imagine that. But uh, it was my twisted sister who started it, evidently. And I came in at the end. Uh, but with that 39 years comes a lot of experience. When I first started, if you can believe it, there were no computers at all. There was no data collection, no artificial intelligence, no internet. Can you imagine? I mean, it was, it's been crazy, the, the ride and the trajectory I've seen the search and staffing business go through. Um, so uh, so that's what we are and where we've been and where we, we're headed to uh, greatness through this COVID craziness. Um, So how have jobs changed since then? As I mentioned earlier is it's a remote workforce now. Um, Before, and I was one of these people, people were thinking that if they didn't have people in their offices, they they wouldn't know what they were doing. And they really wanted to either train, mentor and guide them on a moment to moment basis, which is the way I was always trained. And I really did well in that environment. Because as you can tell, I'm a people person. And so I like to be with people. So if I'm remote, how's that going to affect me? And so I was very concerned about that. However, just like most people that went through this last year, 2020, we all realize that this is here to stay. And we want to have a quality of life and work. And we want to really be make family number one and our job a very close number two. And so I've implemented that uh, with my staffing firm. And we now have 100% work uh, remote workforce and we also have um a lot of bonding and fun times we do friday fun day and we always do an event once a month that helps bond our company Um, so what we're seeing in the uh 2020 is a lot of hiring and a lot of people scrambling to get the top talent. Um, and so that's great, but it's also not so great because a lot of the people have opted out and have decided to retire. You know, there's that whole transition of workforces as we know them to be today. And so um, that makes it even more important to use a staffing firm because you know, we know the people, we've been around for a while with them, you know, as I said, I've got 39 years experience, so, you know, I've uh, known some of these people the entire time, I've known the mothers, the fathers, the grandparents, the grandchildren, you know, the children, all of it, and I've placed most of them, so, Uh, So it's a very different time. What I do like about it, though, I have to say, is the remote work is a way for people to have that balanced life. And as people have said in the past, I'm sure you've read this and your listeners as well, is that people tend to work more when they work remotely. I, again, was not a big proponent of that. I thought, hmm, sounds good, but I'm not quite sure that's right, you know. And certainly that's exactly what happened. Um, We have two amazing directors And they help integrate this into my workplace uh, and workforce planning. And so now we have some amazing, highly engaged people that we've never met, (laughs) which is very bizarre for me. Uh, I remember signing them up and giving them their laptops and so forth the first day of their work and meeting them for the first time. And uh, one of our employees said, wow so-and-so is really short. <laughs> we had no idea that they were that stature. Uh, none of that really matters except that, you know, usually you shake someone's hand and you meet them in person. And if we write like them a lot, we'd even give them a hug, you know, I mean, that's what it used to be like. So, so it's been very different, um, but in a very good way. I think, um, this is the new norm and, uh, I'm excited about being part of that and helping companies understand how it can be done right because we're doing it right. And we, our employees are more engaged than ever before. So, so you had asked about, um, You know what, I saw is the trend. So, I mentioned, you know, definitely uh, the remote work, but also the trend is to work on more outcomes than than numbers on the ongoing basis. So part of that whole process of remote workers is you do what you need to do for your family, number one, but number two, you do what you need to do to help our clients. Because without our clients, there is no job that offers this flexibility. And so it's been really interesting because our clients have wrapped their arms around that too. And they really like the fact that they can uh, dig deep with us and that we're not going to leave them in a lurch and that we're going to help them no matter what so anyway it's been a fun ride for sure Um, I've been through it started in 2008 so I I thought 2008 was the worst economic uh, thing we've ever had and then 2020 happened so guess what (laughs) you never know right
0: (laughs) yep yep definitely I I worked through that same period and thought this was the worst thing ever right and then can we Economically, we we're strong going into this, but coming out of it, obviously it's changed our world. Um, so it's interesting that you talk about the the biggest change being the the remote workforce, right? That that in your, you know, most of your clients that are like office jobs, the non-industrial, non-manufacturing mm-hmm. jobs ha- have had to migrate remote. We, we're not seeing people before we hire them. They're not working, but in a weird way, it's almost like we're learning more about them because we're we're seeing how they interact with their families and their day-to-day because it's more a part of it right before it was like you come into the office you sit down you do your work and your personal life is separate or you know not it takes a little bit of time but now it's like well you know what kind of dog they have you know if they have cats <laughs> you see their kids in the background right so in a weird way you get grow closer to their day-to- day yeah. and see more what's going on because we're getting visibility more into their their you know people's lives um, that we work or spend you know, contract with or whoever it is, you know, partners, because you see them in their natural environment, which is home or, you know, their home office.
1: It's true. You've said it so well, Tim, because I love a dog and a kid. I'm a sucker for a dog and a kid. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm on with my clients and we're doing a Zoom introduction meeting because we don't, our policy used to be within 24 to 48 hours, we had to go out to the client, take a look at the facility, make sure it was safe and healthy and that it was a good work environment because we're co-employers here. So we want to make sure that these employees are being well taken care of. And so we haven't been able to do that in the last year and a few months And so it's been on Zoom. So on Zoom, I will will usually start out the Zoom call with the new client saying, so are you, we love kids and dogs. So if that happens to happen, it's okay by us, you know? And then all of a sudden it takes that stress level from the client down so much more. It's almost like having um, one of those dogs, you know, that you would have to just calm everybody down. It's like Zoom is doing that for us. Um, And I do really like the fact that you can see their backgrounds. You can get to know their family. And I was always taught that if you know the person and you know their family, then you'll have a friend for life. And um, sometimes you'll know the person in the family and you'll run. (laughs) Other times you'll go, hey, this is great. This is a good match for me. So it's been good.
0: So I have kind of a, a self-serving question. So in our business, you know, besides running a podcast, I have a background screening investigation business. And so on the background screening side, one of the things that comes to mind is, is in, in these office situations where you have workers that are being placed in remote situations, they're not going into the office, they're not interacting with clients, customers, fellow employees, suppliers, right? Our clients even, right? They're just, they're not even traveling. They're, they're not, they're just working from home. So the yeah. potential risk that they pose is potentially the physical risk is less. Yes, right. However, right. the, the virtual risk, the brand, the reputation, what they can't do could be more. So I'm like, what, how is this going to impact background screening? And you're an expert. So what, what's your take? Cause this is going to, how me am to strategize my business for the next five years based on what you say here.
1: <laughs> Great. No pressure. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll give you one minute.
1: And that's good. Even a 60 second pressure. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. We use your services and they're amazing, whether it's remote or otherwise, uh, they need to be background checked and they need to be screened so that we know that there is some reasonable uh, sense of Uh, Calm in our minds and our hearts that this person's going to be able to come in and do a good job for us and not uh, bring any bad habits with them. So, when you do background checking and that sort of thing, what you're really doing is just trying to see is there anything there that hasn't been said already? And if you know there's a bad credit or things like that, we can work through that. But uh, obviously, if there's information that they've been hiding from us or they have a criminal record that is one that wouldn't allow them to be good in the job that they're applying for, you know, we need to do things the right way. We need to be sure that we're not discriminating or having a a, a bias there that we don't realize. And that's why we use you because then it's all neutral. We don't care about who knew Sally or John, you know, whenever and who saw them at the bar or who saw them being pulled over or whatever it might be. We really want to know, you know, is this person on their own right, you know, someone that, that can stand up and do a good job and represent Dawson and Dawson at our clients in the right way. So with you, the good news is we find out that information, right? Right. so and your company is so ter- terrific because you're able to kind of communicate with us how to read those reports and if it's a problem or not because in the beginning as you know Tim I was like what the heck you know and there's like 10 pages and I thought oh no this is a problem and you're like no no Kathy it's okay this is actually good because and then you kind of walk me through it so so I would say that if you're hiring anybody anybody temporary direct whatever it is make sure that your provider is doing background checks and or that you're doing them and of course I I highly recommend him because he's been doing ours for many, many years and our clients are using him now and we're using him and it's just a love fest.
0: <laughs> well, thanks, Kathy. I appreciate that. I appreciate the business and, and all the introductions and referrals over the years. And I think what the your point that you bring out, I guess, that's highlighted is the fact it's not so much the risk they pose, but the story that they're not telling, right? Is yeah. the story that that they present and, and the history of their employment and, and whatever, is it accurate? Is there anything in there? that is not true. And if there's some, if the picture is not painted all the way proper, what, why not? And is there mm-hmm. some explanation? Because mm-hmm. it sounds like from your experience that you're like, hey, I'm going to have a process by which I'm going to screen and interview and, and handle those people. And you guys have a great process of doing that. You understand what the employer is looking for, their cultural things, the types of positions, how that fit works culturally by understanding the stories and what these these folks are up to, whether it's the employer or the actual applicant, right? But if there's any discrepancy in there, you want to know about it, or if there's any obstacle for them to to succeed in that job, you want to know about it. And even doing all that, as as an employer myself, and as you know, that doesn't always guarantee results, but it definitely enhances the probability of at least getting through the first 30, 60, 90 days, avoiding compliance risks, other issues that could get in the way of business, and potentially, right, we need to be more proactive. You know, and I guess... My next point on that is, is before we go, the labor market in terms of right now, people are retiring, they're exiting early because they don't want to deal with this. So the senior people that people may need to kind of step in and leadership roles are diminished, right? Yes. So it's, and the, the people that are really in demand, I, my guess is that they're actively working, Right. So that's the labor market is kind of thin in terms of the, the top talent,
1: Definitely. you
0: have to find somebody who's actively working. So I call it yeah. a talent, right? That's they're, they're actively yeah. placed. They're not sitting on the sidelines, sending out resumes. Uh, so, no. <laughs> so right now, what are the, 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 what's the industry right now that's booming? That is the, where the positions are just, there's more positions that are available applicants or skilled people with those credentials mm-hmm. to actually do that work.
1: Mm-hmm. Great question. So um, just very directly answering that. I'm going to get that answer and then I'm going to tell you what I think about it all. So the answers are accounting. Anything with a number by it is really needed right now. We probably have 10 job openings for accountants and CPAs and and, uh, controllers and that sort of thing. And we just are having a hard time finding them because they've opted out. You know, They're retired already. They said the COVID thing was good for them. You know, they figured out their plan. And a lot of people now, Tim, because it's so much remote, they're not even living where they normally live. They've Airbnb'd their homes. They're in Tahiti or wherever they want to be, and they can still work from there. So it's opened up this whole uh, candidate pool of people who can work and do very good and meaningful work who maybe thought they weren't going to be working anymore. So, those seniors with more, more senior level experience versus seniors, right? Although they, they tend to be in both categories, um, they're ready to, to help out. And they realize that there is definitely a big gap between what we need and what we have today. So, other than accountants, e commerce people, you know, e commerce is all the rage. We have a client right now that we got um, about a year ago, year and a half ago, maybe. We placed five people with them. One was in Puerto Rico just a couple of months ago, and the others are in on the East Coast. Midwest and so forth, and they want them to be in those time zones because they want them to be able to answer questions on an e commerce level with those time zones. So, the Puerto Rican time was really important because of their clientele there. And so, when you have an e commerce company that's worldwide you don't care where people sit as long as they do what we're doing right now, and that is communicate and uh, collaborate and get the job done. So uh, so not only e-commerce, but also loan and mortgage people are in need right now, Healthcare, any business development, because most people didn't sell last year. What they did is they just waited to see what to do, and they used their uh, digital marketing companies to help them keep their name top of mind, but they didn't make calls. They didn't go visit. They didn't do any of that, and the reason why they didn't is because it was appropriate to do so right Uh, so so the business development digital marketing i mentioned already uh education is big because a lot of schools closed. The private schools, they had three or four branches, and then they had to close two of them. They only have one left. So they're gonna gear that back up again. They still have those leases, they still have those contracts in place, they just need to put the people back into place. Um, and then um digital content for the marketing. So a lot of digital content writers are out there now, coaches and professional services really, really big right now. So it's like we all think we need to be coached, which is a great thing. The reality is there's a lot of amazing coaches. And so you just have to find one that meets your services and what you do and how you do it. But a coach is a great thing to have in your hip pocket for sure. And there's lots of them out there and they're doing great business right now. They've been busier than they've ever been before. Uh, Engineers as well, mental health, uh, user experience professional. So user experiences are a problem now because we're all remote. So these people are getting paid to show us how to do our backgrounds, how to do the lighting, how to make sure that everything is good on our videos, right? Uh, and that user experience is paying pretty good uh, money as well data scientist specialists and artificial intelligence you know we talked about ai a little earlier where we can do that now like i was talking to my dad who's 90 yesterday and he was telling me he's so excited on his little phone he said because i see all these planes and stuff and i said oh i said how are you getting them he said i'm getting them on facebook and i said you are and he said yes because he's been clicking on the ads about planes and things he's interested in and the artificial intelligence is bringing everything to him and he's loving it he doesn't have to look for it it just appears and he's 90 and he's not using his phone I'm so proud of him you know that's great uh, so it's very cool how we are evolving as a as a nation truly um, and then also, uh, definitely in evolving as far as what the work-life balance is going to look like. You know, I know you have four children that are adorable and a busy life, and you know all these things, moving parts. Well, you know, uh, let's assume you didn't own your own business. You know, how would you navigate that? That would be very difficult. And so um, you would have to, you know, really be a partner somewhere. But now it's not so much that way. You could be hired by someone like a Tim or a Kathy, and you can have this quality of life and still make money for your family and still be the mom or the dad or the brother or the sister or the aunt or the uncle that you wanna be. Uh, and I love that about where we're at right now. And I know we would not have we would not be there today had it not happened because I was one of those people who was very leery about this remote thing.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And I guess the takeaway, and I'm so glad that I had you on the show, just a final thought here is that, you know, the idea that millennials and the younger generation kind of wanna work remote and they see the, the ability of their time and, and using time that they see fit and maximizing that time. But I hadn't thought about the fact that securing like a senior level person who wants to retire in Florida is possible now because they don't need to be at headquarters in LA or Orange County. They can dial in remote and the employers are okay with that. So you're able to leverage their intellectual capabilities and experience without having physically there. So it makes sense for both because they're like, Hey, I don't want to be tied down to where I want to work. I mean, I want to work three days a week or two days a week and that works. But I don't need to be where I need to be. So that's, you know, I, I think we always think to like, oh, the, the younger Gen X or Gen Y wants to work, or millennials want to work remote. But the right. older generation is also the ones that, you know, that are able to do so or want to do so can do that. And they have that yeah. option. So
1: that's right. Awesome. One thing I wanted to say, Tim was that divert DE and I is a big thing right now. And that's diversity, equity, inclusion. And so you'll see DE and I uh, out there a lot. And I think people who are listening will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but if you can sort of uh, support that, Find out what that really means. Get involved in that. I think that your businesses and you as a person will do much better. Um, I've been, as you mentioned, you know, I've got lots of women business ownership certifications, and I was with WeBank and Navo and all of that, and uh, WBI, and I mean, I, you know, you you name it, WPO, all of those things, right? And so, what I learned from those years of being in those organizations. That were mostly diversity-run, right? They were women-owned kind of thing. And what I've learned is that there are a lot of preconceived notions that we have about what we think. And the reality is that bias and that unconscious bias has to be dealt with. When you're dealing with diversity, equity, and inclusion, you're getting rid of all that. You're saying, Let's wipe the slate clean. Let's figure out who is the best person for the job, who's the best person for me to hang my hat with because of their skills, not about where they came from, not about what heritage they are, not about how tall they are or how short they are or any of that. It's about the person's inside and what they can contribute to your organization if that's what you're looking to hire. So I just wanted to leave with that note because I'm super excited about that. And you know, we have and Day in our group who's on that committee as well. And um, so we're really wanting to move that forward with all of our listeners, because it's helpful to them to say, okay, let's just start from square one and make it happen, you know, and uh, and it's really great when you, you figure out how to do that with your team. We have a team of experts in our organization that helps with that as well, as well as just hiring in general. So it's a it's a fun time in our lives now, we've, now that we've gone through that last year. I'll say that last year was a little rough for us. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, you can definitely connect with uh, Kathy on LinkedIn. Her company is Dawson and Dawson against Kathy Dawson. And she also has her own show. It's called On Deck with Dawson and Dawson, where she brings on a lot of trusted professionals and advisors. So I encourage you guys to tune in. Again, this is background screening tips and tech. You can pick us up wherever you listen to your podcasts. And again, Kathy, thanks for joining the show.
1: Thank you, Tim. See you next time.